This is the Love That Album Compilation Edition, covering soundtracks, tribute albums, best ofs, box sets, and more. Love that album compilation edition, listeners. This is Eric Reanimator. This time around, we're going to be talking about some punk rock. Starting it right off with a early L.A. punk band from 1976. This is The Last. We were one of the great psychedelic power pop kind of punk bands that were around in those early days. What we started off there with is a track called L.A. Explosion, which is the title track from their first album, and what we're going to be talking about is that album in its reissue that included multiple bonus tracks, which is a compilations of sorts. This became popular in the 90s to take a, especially a punk band who had a record that was maybe 30 minutes long, add a bunch of additional bonus tracks, sometimes live tracks, sometimes tracks from singles, alternate takes of the same songs. But in the case of the last, the reissue of the album gave you not only the original album, but also... Uh, three singles and a, a couple of alternate takes of some of their uh, better-known tracks. All of which just gives a little bit of extra value to the reissue CD. Let's check some out. Three brothers, 
last name of Nolte. I don't know if they have any relation to Nick Nolte. But uh, they went on for a number of years. Somewhere in the early 80s, they fell apart only to reform and come back again. Uh, like a lot of musicians from that time, they, they laid the groundwork with this band and then moved on to other bands and other groups. While they were there for the first part of punk, they're often at times relegated to that kind of hazy area of the late 70s before punk was codified into hardcore. But they're a band that people rediscover. And if nothing else, they left us with one great, amazing song, and that's She Don't Know Why I'm Here. We're going to take a sample of that, and then we're going to come back and talk about another L.A. punk band. This one also featuring a couple of brothers. So we'll get to that in just a moment. Frontier Records in 1991, Weird World, 1977 to 1981, Time Capsule Volume 1, this is The Weirdos, and of course this is their classic, We've Got the Neutron Bomb. Now there are three books about punk rock of the 1970s and early 80s that I am a big supporter of. They're all oral histories. The one that covers New York, Detroit, Ohio is called Please Kill Me. Highly recommended stuff. The one that covers the San Francisco punk scene is called Give Me Something Better. And the one that covering LA and its environs is called We Got the Neutron Bomb. If that tells you anything about how important this song was and this band, they are not often remembered alongside bands like X and the Germs, Social Distortion and Black Flag. But they were there. They were one of the greats. As you can hear... They had a roar and a kind of pop sound to them, and they the name says it all, they were the weirdos. And in a multitude of ways, they were skewering the American Nightmare, as it was called, which was 
the 80s version of the American dream, something that had become untenable and reactionary. There was a lot of anti-Ronald Reagan in this, this era. A lot of these kids had grown up in Reagan's California, and now we're looking at Ronald Reagan's United States of America. And like many young men of their generation, they were preoccupied with the specter of thermal nuclear annihilation. The commies were going to drop the bomb, or Reagan was, and we were going to be done. Maybe one of the reasons that this resonates so highly with me is I was brought up under that specter, too. That fear was all too real, the idea that it was all going to end. so many of these bands their a legacy has grown up over the years they did break up in the 80s and come back together recorded new material but of course nothing is ever as good as that initial punch of punk rock that initial 15 year old screaming at the world or whatever it is but the weirdos are out there and they're worth checking out they're worth knowing about they're worth uh, understanding their place in the history. They were like the Ramones, uh, formed in the mid-70s, predated what was going on in the UK. Uh, and they kind of got lumped into the punk thing. They just thought they were a rock and roll band. I should note that the uh, great first single from the Destroy All Music is not included on this compilation. Uh, when you have a band that recorded for multiple different labels and and released a couple of songs on their own. You're not going to get all of the, quote, hits on the same package. There is a volume two that I never have picked up that does include uh, Destroy All Music. Maybe I'll get around to picking that up at some point in time. At any rate, going to leave with a little bit of Helium Bar, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about another great L.A. punk band, that being the Angry Samoans.
lovers laying in the sand, their heads locked off by a big green man. Back from Samoa. Or something like that. The Angry Samoans, 1978 formed punk band. Previously, members had been in a group called Bomb, featuring writer and critic Richard Meltzer. Uh, Greg Turner and Metal Mike Saunders, who would go on to form the uh, core of the Angry Samoans, were also in Bomb. Bomb is important because of a song called I'm in Love with Your Mom. So if you think the Fountains of Wayne were original with Stacy's mom, you need to rewind and listen to the, the insane Vom song, I'm in Love with Your Mom. And from there, you can go on to Too Animalistic and Electrocute Your Cock. At any rate, we're talking about the Angry Samoans, one of the great bands with some of the great songs of the 1970s and into the 1980s. And the disc we're talking about is the Angry Samoans Unboxed Set, a cheeky take on the box set mania of the 1990s. Triple X Records were a uh, label that did a lot of punk reissues in, in the 80s and 90s. Put this together. It includes the albums Inside My Brain, Yesterday Started Tomorrow, Back From Samoa, and STP, not LSD. And I'm just going to note that STP was long before there was a Stone Temple Pilots to contend with. So as I noted, uh, Metal Mike Saunders and Greg Turner, both music critics, and uh, ne'er-do-wells, maybe not ne'er-do-wells, I think Turner is currently a math professor at uh, State University in Albuquerque, New Mexico, maybe? It's been a while uh, since we heard anything from him. He used to write a column for Hit List magazine. Anyways, snotty, in-your-face, songs about cars, girls, being inappropriate, you know, short blasts of insight and anger into the American condition. Stuff like this. You stupid asshole. Oh, you're making me sick. You stupid asshole. Make me suck my dick. One, two, I'm looking at you. All right, quick story here. My brother told me this one. 
back when he was in college getting his degree in telecommunications and screwing around with doing radio and stuff. For one of his classes, they had to do a uh, mock radio broadcast that the professor would listen to, and you know they'd play a couple songs and P- read a PSA, that kind of thing. He played this song during his session. Told me that he walked out of the room and the professor just looked at him and said, My old man's a fatso. And that was it. So as advertised, the angry Samoans are in fact angry, or they were angry. They definitely were abrasive, juvenile, in your face. This was music to piss off your parents. This was stuff that you weren't going to be playing to woo the girls unless they were as weird as you were. And while the Dead Kennedys would go after the soft target of MTV, the Samoans went after Rodney Bingenheimer and his L.A. punk supporting radio show. That was a big controversy. There was uh, lawsuits and uh, FCC got involved. There's a recording of a DJ reading the lyrics in this great hippie monotone from, I think, Berkeley, California, some kind of free speech thing. Anyways, this isn't all there was to the Angry Samoans. There was definitely uh, a fun-loving abrasive side to them as well. They'd like to do some covers. They did The Time Has Come Today. And as the 80s went on, they definitely got a little more experimental and a little more bold and got away from writing stuff like Right Side of My Mind. For my money, it's that early abrasive stuff that's worth listening to and worth rediscovering. And if you're offended, tough. Maybe you need to be offended. And one more thing, lights out. did run a record label and we did put out a compilation album that album was called Tombstone Park and I swiped that title from the lyrics to this song this is Graveyard Rock by the Joneses and they are the fourth band I'm going to be talking about in this episode and they're the one I know the least about 
and they're actually the ones that I probably listen to the least. I have a CD called Criminal History that was put out on the Sympathy for the Record Industry label. This is a compilation of their early tracks and very much a poppy, punk, and roll group from L.A. Like most of the others I've talked about, they uh, have waxed and waned over the years with different lineups, but the music has stayed fairly consistent. I first heard the track Graveyard Rock on a compilation and then had to track down some more stuff by the band. And to be honest, I need to dive back into this compilation and check out a lot more. But there are some good songs on here. And I'm going to play a couple right now. Joneses had that caused me to try and track down more of the material is that snotty energy, that full throttle drive that you hear in the best bands. Some of the bands we've talked about in this episode did fall apart and people went on to form other bands. In the case of the Joneses, they are one of those bands. Uh, former members of the Mau Mau's and people that played with bands like Christian Death wound up in various lineups of the Joneses. And also worth pointing out that we're at a point, or we were at a point, where even more obscure cult bands, bands that weren't around for very long, that people didn't remember very well, that had connections tenuously to other bands, were able to get their music out and heard, even if it had been recorded 15, 20 years earlier. Uh, with the current state of the music industry and the resurgence of vinyl, I don't know that we're going to get too many more of these kinds of compilations. And I have a future episode coming up that's all about a record label that was oriented towards putting out single discs, recording as much of the output of a given band as they could get their hands on. So that's a little tease for you all. You can also say I think the Joneses were ahead of their time, that when 2000 rolled around and we heard a lot of those high-energy bands that were on the Fistful of Rock and Roll compilations, there was definitely a segment of them that were inspired by the type of music that Joneses were making were into high energy snotty glam think about bands like the Trash Brats or the Backyard Babies who definitely had some of that sound in them so we're going to wrap up now with a cover hope that people recognize it this is the Joneses from Criminal History enjoy and I will catch you all later
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.